Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits, tinylist.com with another call in the podcast series. Today I am very, very honored to have Alice Seba on the line with me. Alice, are you there? I sure am. <laughs> Alice, it was wonderful to finally meet you in person at NAMS after following you and getting involved with everything that you're doing on the Internet for several years. So I loved meeting you finally. Well, you too, and, and it's it's so surprising to hear. I <laughs> actually David said the same thing that he I don't know this, but he's followed my stuff for several years, and it's very flattering, and I appreciate it, and and glad glad that you invited me here for sure. Well, you have done so much, and you know I always say that I really only recommend about four people for anything to do with private label rights, and I know that's not all that you do. But in regards to the private label rights, you are in you know my top four people that I recommend on a regular basis to, to my students and to my community because what you're putting out there is very, very high quality and the topics are exactly what we need when you release it. Oh, great. I'm glad to hear that. I know it is tough sometimes out there and I'm the same way, you know, recommending other people. It's, you know, I'm, I'm very careful about that because... There's good, and there's a lot of not so good, right? Yes, because I think many of us, we searched for a topic years ago, and we went to Google, and we put in our topic, and then put PLR next to it, and real crazy stuff popped up, and sometimes we spent money on it, and it was just always disappointing, and finally we got to the point that we said, well, maybe PLR just isn't worthwhile at all, and I never wanted to believe that. And so when I found you, I was so excited to know that that was not the case at all. You just had to be super, super picky and choosy. <laughs> exactly. With everything. So, Alice, though, tell us you know, how you got started with all this. When did you come online and what was your background before you actually came to the Internet? So before the pre-PLR days, then. so <laughs> way, way, way back. All right. Um, well, you know, it was kind of funny. I my background, I've got a, a degree in uh, history and double major in history and archaeology. So a lot of research, a lot of writing, but not exactly what you know what I'm doing now. But but we kind of laid the foundations for that. And I've always enjoyed writing and always wanted to be a writer. So it kind of it's kind of flowed from there. But what happened was in 2002, I was a new mom. And I was on maternity leave and trying to figure out, you know, what can I do or how can I how can I stay home with my son? And at that time, you know, people weren't doing. There were some people doing a full time income online, but not not so many. And people kind of discouraging me from it and saying, Oh no, no, you can't make a full time income online. You have to do, you know, other stuff as well. And I was just really determined to figure it out. And also, as I was trying to figure it out, share what I what I learned at the same time. So that kind of came the teaching component. Even though I was not yet successful, I I was trying to help other people who were in the exact same boat as me trying to figure it out. And luckily, I did. So I was able to help other people at the same time. Well, that's that's a wonderful story. You know, I'm a former teacher and. You know, anybody that wants to share information with someone I really have the highest, highest respect for because not everyone is that way. I, I found out that so many people really want to keep things to themselves and just aren't interested in, in sharing. And I was always disappointed when I met people that were that way. So I'm so, so happy to know that, that you always <laughs> wanted to share. <laughs> 
Yeah, and teaching also is a bit in my, in my background. I used to be an ESL teacher, English as a second language teacher. And, oh. you know, it's kind of always something I wanted to do, too. You know, the writing, the teaching, that it's 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 quite interesting how I never I never really could figure out when I was going to school or when choosing university, like, how am I going to do these things? Because I didn't think I wanted to be, like, an elementary school teacher or a high school teacher. I, I, I didn't really know. And then to be a writer, like, a starving writer, I don't know. So it was it's quite fantastic that, you know, it, it happens that my career ended up being exactly what I wanted it to be when I was, you know, all my life. Wonderful. I didn't know that you had that, that teaching experience. And so that, that really explains a lot. It explains to me why you're organized in your thoughts and your actions when it comes to different programs and different trainings that you that you put out there. I was in a course of yours um, probably a couple of years ago where you were showing us how to create our own content and put content together, and it was so organized from start to finish. It helped me with my thinking process so that I could you know, improve in my own business. Oh, that's great to hear. Awesome. <laughs> Yes, yes, and you know, just so many things that, that you've done have helped me so much. And, and my students, I know they're, when they hear this, they're going to be thrilled to be connected with you in this way. But what I really want to know is how did you actually get started with the private label rights in a way where you could offer it then to other people? Did you have a partner in the beginning, or how did you first connect with people? Because it wasn't in person, am I right? So what do you mean, like, how did I, like, if I had a partner, how I how I connected well, with that person, you mean? Yeah, like, how, Sorry. Well, yeah, like how you got the, the business going to the point where you were known so far and wide, and then you took on <laughs> other people with you to, to prepare some of it and got writers to write for you and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is that I did, you know, as early as 2000 and was it three or four? I think I was going out to seminars and things, but the people who I actually ended up working with are not people that I met met at those points. But it, it was just, you know, I, I realized there was, you know, some PLR content out there, stuff I would bought that's kind of garbage, and I thought, well, we can offer this. But, you know, I've always been about community and I actually come you know from the work which would label themselves as the work at home mom the WAM community right and we've always kind of worked together and that's kind of where I've met people who can write for me who can work for me my business partner original business partner was Mila Sidman Uh, she's moved on to do other things now but uh, that's you know that's where I met her too and I think it's really important to whether you are meeting in person or online that those connections are so important they make it easier to work well and even I was on a webinar with David yesterday and we were talking about the you know talking about meeting people and everybody thinks oh I'm going to meet like the big dog in the in in my market or something like that and go for the superstars but you don't have to at this time we were all just we were all kind of we were nobody but we worked together I worked with Kelly not I didn't work with Kelly on the PLR but with other projects worked with Kelly Mikazi and it just it just grew, you know. Neither of us had anything, but we put our put what we had together. We were working hard, and it just made a, a massive difference for for getting to success. 
Well, now when you have writers, you know, do the writing for you, like so, you don't write any of the of the private label rights. Writers are doing all of it. Um, for the most part, I do do some some things uh, for some of our food stuff, and I enjoy doing that. And, oh, and I even some the, of the I love the food stuff, stuff. But very. <laughs> very, very. It's 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 rare, but it does happen. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so you choose the topics, though. So if you have an assignment for a writer, mm-hmm. you you tell them what the topic is going to be, and they do the research. Then. Well, mostly yes. I mean, for me, I always like to give kind of a a really good outline on what I want covered and what angle maybe and what what they should be looking for and what, you know, if they're going to look at, if there's an opinion sort of involved, kind of give them an idea of what two opposing opinions might be and, and bringing those forward. Because with PLR, you have to kind of be careful. It can't be too, often can't, we don't want to have it too opinionated because then it's harder for the, for anyone to just pick up and customize. But we want someone who looks at all the arguments kind of, Holy, so I, I definitely give them a nice outline and make sure that they're following along and, and providing a full product. All right, and then the big question is, how can you make sure that what they're writing is original? Do you have a program you use? How how does that work? Well, a lot of the writers we've worked with for a long time, and you know we do we do keep an eye on it. For me, you know, in my I am uh, very focused on the marketing as well. But Mel Melody Spear, who is my partner, she works directly with the writers. And she's always on top of stuff like that and checking it and and stuff. But we we really we're not ones who will go to Elance or Fiverr or something and get the cheapest writers we can. Yeah. We get people who we pay pay well and we work with them for an ongoing on an ongoing basis. Some people have written from us with for us for like almost the very beginning since we started. So it's 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 like having even though they're not our staff, it is like having staff and knowing that we can trust and we still, you know, still do check and if there's any concerns, definitely look into them right away. But that you know, that's very, very, very rare. All right. Well now another question. What if I, as someone who loves your private label rights, decides that there's a topic that I would love to have you write something about. Am I able to ever mention that to you? And if so, oh, yeah, how would sure. I go about that? Yes. Well, we definitely encourage anybody to do that. And especially if, you've, if your customer has already purchased from us, uh, there is a ticket system inside your account. And, and we love hearing from people. Now, we can't always, if if we have to look at, the whole picture here. We have I do have a ghostwriting business as well, where people, if they want something completely original in a certain topic, we can always write that for you. But for the PLR stuff, we do have to look at whether we'll be able to sell it because we have to sell it to multiple people in order for it to be worthwhile. But you know, the suggestions from our customers is great. Anytime someone can open a ticket, they could even submit on the contact form. We actually, you know, I am. This is a good thing that you mentioned this because we used to have a topic suggestion form. And we moved to a new uh, a new theme. Uh, actually, we moved to WordPress, and I, that, I'm looking at the site now, and it's not actually there. However, it doesn't matter. We're always looking for feedback. Melody answers the support tickets, and she's always very open to to hearing what people want to do because we need your ideas. We want to know what what could be useful for for you. 
Okay. All right. Well, that's something exciting right there. And I want everybody right now, I want you to stop what you're doing. Stop listening. Stop everything. Go over to ConnieLoves.me forward slash Alice. And it's A-L-I-C-E, the traditional spelling of Alice. And pick up. Yes. <laughs> I always have to say that because everyone. I know. Has a different spelling of things. People ask me how to spell my name. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't know how to spell Alice. <laughs> and they ask me how to spell green, and I say like the color, and they say with an e on the end. And I'm just very nice, and I say no. <laughs> That's always very disappointing. As a former teacher, they don't know it doesn't. That the color is just G R E E N. All right, but you're going to go over there. You're going to pick up your marketing PLR, and it's a free gift from Alice to you. So thanks so much for having that available, Alice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they get 14 articles and a nice little report on social media as well. And the, the market the articles are on a variety of different topics. And yeah, they can go pick that up for sure. Fantastic. Because I know with me, when I was just getting started, it was really wonderful when somebody offered me just a free taste. That way I could get to know them and really get that feeling mm-hmm. You know, because me saying how wonderful you are and everything you're doing, it's not it's not the same as someone else brand new coming in and saying, well, I don't know, let me take a look, let me explore this. And to be able to do that at, without any cost or obligation is a wonderful opportunity. Yes, definitely. It really is. get a taste. <laughs> yes, well, now, Alice, you do other things. Like I had taken the course from you. I also I took a PLR Profits course. I've taken different trainings from you in addition to purchasing your, your private label rights. So tell me more about the courses that you offer and how you got started with that and what might be coming up. Well, uh, we do, as you mentioned, at all private label content, we do have that PLR to Profits course. And I think it's a very important one because I know and it, the PLR business is a, is a very good one. It's profitable. Our customers buy from us over and over and over again. But it also pains me to know that sometimes that people buy this stuff and they either don't do anything with it or they don't uh they don't do as much as they could with it. So our goal with that course was to really teach people how to use it to drive traffic, how to use it to sell products, how to use it to create products and just so that they're and also encourage them to use it all. Like don't buy it if you're not gonna use it, please. Would much rather you go and use that till its fullest. Uh, we're also doing some email over at Contentrix. We're doing some email uh, marketing training. We do a 30-day email challenge, and kind of that one we just started up after doing it a couple of years ago, back back up uh, this month. But people can join in any time, and we're just also getting started, just about to get started with uh, some persuasive writing stuff because. Everything you know, we do. We're writing, and we people think it's think about copywriting. And people, when I mention copywriting, people get a little nervous, and they think, oh, sales pitch, and you know, used car salesman type (laughs) stuff. So I like to use the word persuasive writing because we have to be persuasive in everything we do. Whether we're writing a blog post, we're writing an email, or anything else, we want people to listen. We need to be persuasive. We need to have them believe in our arguments, even if. We're not trying to sell them anything. That's how you build an audience. So I'm really trying to give people that whole big picture that all the writing we're doing is needs 
to capture their attention and keep it and and really persuade people, whether even in the end they believe we you know, believe your argument or not, at least you put something to forth to, that's compelling and, and gives them something to think about. So really teaching people how to do that, and I'm really excited about that because that's something that I quite enjoy enjoy doing myself and and also teaching about. Yes, and you're very very good at it, and not everybody is. So that really comes comes through your teaching ability. Oh, thank you. You're you're welcome. Well, Alice, it's wonderful having you on this podcast, and uh, thanks again for giving people the the free download at ConnieLoves.me forward slash Alice. And what advice would you give? Because I mean, you've been online so long. I didn't I didn't even know this existed until November or December of 2005. I came online in 2006, and you'd already been doing this for several years. So what advice would you give someone new that's just starting out, that wants to make a go of some type of business on the Internet? What kinds of things should they think about? What should they think about? They should think yeah. about, I mean, I think today, uh, and it's it's so different, in a lot of ways it's the same and it's different <laughs> than when it was then. But now I think people with, Everything with social media, people are really, and having social web and whatever phrases they want to use, people are so focused on content, which is important, or being social and, and things like that, and it's blogging and it's being on Facebook. But they forget that we have to have stuff to sell, and that's really important that we focus on, you know, this is a business. We want to make money, I hope, and, and I think that the people who follow your podcast fall in fall in that group, that it, you really think about what you want to sell, what products you want to create, or even if you're an affiliate marketer, and everything's kind of shaped around that as opposed to just, you know, going online and starting to blog and starting to be in social media and getting to, you know, building a following. If you're building that following of your blog or your Facebook page, there's not really a purpose to it. You're not going to get anywhere. And I think people sometimes do that backwards. Uh, you know, in the old days, you know, if you wanted to start a business, a brick and mortar business, you you had to have you had to have that business plan. You had to know what you were going to sell. And and I think a lot of people start off without those ideas. All right. Well, that's excellent, excellent, solid business advice, and I appreciate it. So much. So, Alice, I, again, it's been wonderful to have you. Wonderful to have met you. I'm so glad that you're someone that now, when I when I think of you, I can think of you when I was giving you a big hug and actually seeing your face instead of just <laughs> having the uh, the online communication. There's nothing like meeting someone in person. So, Absolutely. Yes, yep. and that's why I encourage everybody to do that as, as often as possible. And I hope to see yeah. you again soon in that, yes, in that yes. way. <laughs> and I know you're in the Vancouver area in Canada. That's an area that I would love to visit. It's, yep. it's on my like top five. Not too five. far. It's not too far. Yeah, so I hope to, to get A couple hours on the plane. I guess the spring and the summer is the best time there. Yes, for, yeah, a, it's not for that a visitor cold. from Southern California. Yes, <laughs> but it's actually not that cold here in the winter. We don't get we don't get much snow at all. So okay. as far as Canada, you'll be cold <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but as far as Canada goes, it's a very kind of temperate climate. And, not 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 so bad. You wouldn't be shocked to see where I'd be shocked in going a lot of the other places in Canada. Too cold. <laughs> All right. Well, excellent, excellent to have you. Thanks to everyone who's listening. Be sure to subscribe to all of the calls in the podcast series. 
This is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. Take care, Alice. You too. Thanks.